0: Dear Chicago,
1: drove to Chicago. Chicago
0: Fullerton is next. Doors open on the left at Fullerton. Welcome to Funkies. This is Adam. This is Jerry. You're listening to Gay, Gay, Gay podcast recorded out of Chicago, Illinois and
1: Los Angeles, California.
0: Thanks so much for listening. This is episode
1: 937. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, You know, we were just spending all that time talking about theme parks in the last episode. Mm-hmm. and i didn't get to tell you uh, there's this hilarious documentary on hbo max called class action park yes um it is fascinating mm-hmm. so funny and also just like jesus christ the things <laughs> that they got away with and the the damage that they did to people and the people that died on these rides and they'd be like, this is what I want. Let's design it this way. And they would just kind of half-ass design it and it would just like rip skin off. They, there, was, <laughs> there was this water slide that had this giant loop and then went around. They went down with the camera and there was like all these teeth embedded in the slide <laughs> where what it did not- knocked them out. It was ridiculous. Uh, and like, <laughs> wild. They had this like they said it was just this this antiseptic for like uh, friction burns, <laughs> and it was just they said I don't know what was in it. It was probably just rubbing alcohol, and iodine, <laughs> and they said they had a circle taped out, and so <laughs> and they put the person in the circle, and they said. If you stay in the circle while we spray your whole wound, you'll get a treat. You'll get a prize. And they said they gave out two prizes <laughs> the <laughs> entire time the park was open because it stung so bad and people jumped out. And wow. they were like, they were like, "Do you know what the prize was?" And they were like, um, "I think it was just like free passes, you know, <laughs> to come back and get more because they said it hurt so fucking bad."
0: <laughs> That's scary. Where was that? New Jersey. In Jer- Jersey. Jersey.
1: But it, yeah. and they have all these comedians that were like, this was a rite of passage. You had to go. If you went, you know, you weren't a pussy, you know, and they were right. like, but they were like, obviously you wouldn't say that now. But back right. then they were like, yeah. you had to do it. And they were like, it was the 80s. Your parents didn't care where you were. You know, they were just happy <laughs> you were somewhere else because they were busy. You know, they were like, this could never happen now at all. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. probably a good thing, but yeah. Yeah. I um, I had horrible asthma as a child and I was not allowed to go on the Steel Phantom, which was like the big, big roller coaster, which at one point it was like one of the highest drops in the mm-hmm. world at some point or some shit. Um, it had loops. I was too young and too short to go on. There was one called the Laser Loop, which was literally just a loop. Wow. You went through loop and back, that's it. <laughs> And so I could never go on the laser loop because I was too little and then the steel phantom. And my mom was like, you're going to have a fucking asthma attack because you're going to get all freaked out when you get to the top of the hill and it drops you. And then you're going to go upside down and you're not, that's not a thing that's going to happen. You're not going on the steel phantom. And then my dumbass snuck on in the steel phantom in fifth grade, but I did not have an asthma attack, but my mom found out and was like, I'm still going to beat your ass.
1: <laughs> Come here, go cut a switch. I'm going to whoop that
0: ass. She never beat me. She would, well, no, there were some wooden spoon situations, we'll say. Um, but I did have an asthma attack one time at the amusement park because this girl named Erica Belts elbowed me, like, right in my solar plexus. And I don't remember if we were, like... We were friends and we were like making fun of each other or something, or I said something about some boys she liked, but I was in line for a roller coaster called The Racer. And that bitch was just like BAM right in my chest. And I was like, <gasps> freaked out. They had to go find my Aunt Nicole because she was, it was a school picnic. So like she was there for school too. Mm-hmm. So we went to the same school. And she was, and we just talked about this, admittedly, kind of a total bitch to me about it. And I was like, <laughs> Like, I, like, ruined her whole day or something by having an asthma attack. Well, yeah, how, what, you were in the fifth grade? I would have been probably in, like, fourth or fifth grade. And she would have been, like, a junior. High school. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: So they probably had to go, Nicole, hope, to the, you know, office, please, Nicole. They didn't hope. have,
0: like, a paging system. I think we and just did. had to, like, track her down or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Kenny would never had a paging system. Wow. Um, But I remember her friend named Julia bought me, uh, chocolate from the candy store and she was like oh this is really good for asthma this will help and which is a fucking lie but like she was just really really nice to me and it calmed me down and my aunt was like I got men to get back to
1: where was Heather where was Heather what was Heather doing
0: Heather went to high school
1: oh okay (laughs) sorry Heather
0: but um but yeah that was yeah that would have been like 94
1: wow I was in college already Yeah, Um. you know what else we watched on HBO? We just started it. It's nine episodes though. I'm like, why do documentaries have to be so goddamn long? Mm -hmm. The vow about the Nexium cult, the sex cult Uh, that what's her name from Smallville was on. Mm -hmm. This this is the perfect time to start a cult because (laughs) people are like, I don't know if I'm going to have a job. I don't have money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Cause that's, everything starts like that. I mean, if you mm-hmm. watched the going clear Scientology documentary, and then this one, you'd be like, this shit is all the same. Yeah, You know, there's people that have no direction or they'll just have all these questions and they get sucked into this shit. And then, except this one has a whole master and servant vibe to it where, <laughs> you know, where they're, 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 they had a secret society of sisterhood, and they would they burned in this brand and they were like (laughs) they were like this is the mountain and here's the sky these are the four elements and this is the water and the woman said she started looking at her brand and she's like if I turn it this way, it's A-M. That's Allison Max initials. And if you turn it this way, it's Keith uh, Revere, Re- Re- whatever his last name is. Uh-huh. She's like, that's his initials. They were like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. They burned their initials into my skin. That's a hell.
0: Of all, fuck anything that's going to make you get a tattoo, get some burned into you, get something permanent put on your body. Like, no club is worth it. Mm -mm. And I'm just like, I have many tattoos and none of them are things that I'm like, oh, this is just really cool. And I want to be a part of it. Like, (laughs) what's, what's funny is I'm watching this and I'm
1: like, I I could never do this. His hair gets longer and longer. (sighs) He's, he's, he's like a 45 year old man with a ponytail at this point. No fucking way would I be listening to this dude? No way.
0: I, so I personally do not like long hair on men, generally mm-hmm. at all, a man bun or not, I don't care, I'm not into it, um, mm-hmm. but if that's your fashion choice, if that would make, what makes you feel sexy, if that is your jam, I'm not gonna hate on it, it's just not for me. Um, I once just, had... just want to snip it. I had... I got a massage from like a massage therapist who was a man with long hair and it was fine until at one point he bent over to like and something you. and they flopped down onto my fucking body. And I was like, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I had one in Arizona that had long hair. He was usually pretty good at keeping it a ponytail. Yeah. Like he'd put it up. Cause at first I was like,
0: Oh, I hope that hair doesn't touch me. Um, It's not sanitary, but I don't know. He's touching my naked body anyway.
1: No, but speaking of petty, you know, (laughs) I just thought of this yesterday. You know, the Facebook, the pyramid schemes with the makeup now, the road and what's a mood doodle and all these skincare things. And they have the pictures and they're like, this is week day one. This is week three. Look at the difference. And I always want to post still ugly.
0: (laughs) You're so mean. But literally, some girl I went to high school with yesterday posted something about some under-eye serum. Uh-huh. Like, oh my god, I felt a difference in 20 minutes. Look. And I was like, at fucking what You still got dark-ass circles under your eyes.
1: I ain't see shit.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Ugh. I have a skincare routine that works for me, and it is marvelous. And bless you, buddy. Badger's sneezing. Um, But my skincare routine is... I have good skin as it stands. Like, I can't really complain. I never had acne. I, Thankfully, genetically, I have good skin. But when I went home last time, my mom was like, damn, your skin looks good. What you use? So I bought her some. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's just the ordinary. I've talked about it on the show before. It right. is the jam. Um, <laughs> and it's fucking cheap. Nice. Yeah. Um, so earlier... During our first show, I was in here alone. I'm I'm I usually record from for people who are not familiar, I don't think we've ever talked about it. I usually record from our dining room. Um, because it's out in the open and it's better lighting, whatever. But George was watching Sister Sister, so I decided to record from the bedroom. And Badger gets very upset if he's not able to like access via one of the doors. He likes to have full access to all members of the family at all times at all times and if i did not i like shut shut the door and like made sure it was latched and everything because otherwise he'll kick that shit open and be like what you doing (laughs) so i came back from our break between the shows and he was in his bed just looking at me like what and as soon as i shut the door i knew he was going to be pissed off and he was So he just—he's moving beds. Now he was in one bed. He's now sleeping in Macduff's bed. Oh, not sleeping, but just glaring at me.
1: He knows he's not going to get caught in Macduff's bed now. Take this,
0: Macduff. They're ridiculous. They. (laughs) There were a lot of squirrels this morning. It was a very tense walk. They almost got caught though. Those squirrels were very risky very risky this morning they were feeling bold
1: they were seeing that leash point.
0: they ain't gonna get near me oh god <laughs> <laughs> yeah they um one day I was like one day to catch something and I don't want to wash the blood of them that's gross
1: I saw this video online it might have been on twitter I don't remember where I saw it but it was of course in New York City this rat caught a pigeon and was dragging it off <laughs> and someone was like oh my god so they started hitting it with the stick and <laughs> the, the rat let the pigeon go but it drug it like 25 feet Ooh. it was better than pizza rat I mean, <laughs> I mean a pigeon is just a, a rat with wings they're both disgusting yeah. but it just it, it made I was like this is such a New York thing but that rat just got got a hold of that pigeon and just started dragging it off
0: <laughs> I lived here for, like, four or five years before I saw an actual rat. And, like, rats are ubiquitous in Chicago as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I never really ran into any rats. You see more rats, especially if you have dogs, mm-hmm. because the dogs see the rats. Right. Um, but we don't really – I haven't really seen any back behind our house. Um, but on walks, sometimes we see them. But we saw a cat uh, jump and grab a pigeon out of midair. <laughs> like a week ago, I was walking the dog, scared the absolute shit out of me. Um, Cause the dogs and the cat had like a little standoff for a second and then I was like, okay. And like, we kept watching, walking past and there was a lady walking behind us and I turned around and I saw this cat just shoot out grab a pigeon in midair, and then just like take it down and like walk out and the pigeons wings was all out. Like still it was all like stuck. And the lady behind me was like, damn. Yeah, it that was, cat
1: didn't give shit about the dogs. It was on the, pr- on the prow.
0: Yeah, it was like, I'm going to need you to get out the way. I got pigeons to eat. <laughs> oh,
1: God. See, now, I think the difference with New York and Chicago is your subways are up or mm-hmm. ours are underground. So that's why the rats are everywhere. And sometimes they get a little bold and they get on the platform and they're like, get out of my way, get out of my way, get out of my way, get out of my way. And you're <laughs> like, everybody's like scrambling because the rats coming near them, <laughs> you know, and then, yeah. you know, someone will end up kicking them down into the thing.
0: But yeah, it's well, yeah, no, that is different. And um, everything in New York is like very on top of each other. Mm -hmm. And like, even in the loop here, it's not really right, quite that packed in. Um, Right. Who was I? I was just talking to somebody who is in New York, somebody like somebody I went to college with or somebody I was friends with um, in high school. And they're just very... There is, and you lived there for a very long time, so I think you understand this, but that sometimes that New York, like New York is the center of the universe. Mm -hmm. Everything's different in New York. I'm better than you, because I'm in New York. If you can't hack it in New York, you can't hack it anywhere, like mentality. Oh, you dropped out. Start talking again.
1: There you go. Okay. You dropped out.
0: Oh, Um, well, I was just saying like that, the whole like, I'm tough, I live in New York. If I can hack it in New York, if I can live in a fucking shoebox in the Upper West Side, then like, this is, I'm going to be able to hack it anywhere. And all and I my... turn into
1: Liza and I sing, if you can make it there, you can make it <laughs> anywhere.
0: But it's just like, there's, there's definitely a mentality of people who go to New York and stay in New York who are like, New York is fucking it and I'm better than you because I made it in New York. <laughs> and I hate that. Yeah, I can see Did you that. you had you had a little bit of that
1: when we met I, I do I still do um yeah I you know it's it takes a certain person to survive and live there and it's it's surprisingly like I talked to my roommate about it especially now with all this unemployment and the Rona and all this shit mm-hmm. you know I was like it's hard to live in LA because everywhere is expensive in LA and you know he said well you know New York's expensive and I'm like well yes and no there were always things you could get and do there that were either free or there were like cheap places to eat that you would just find. And you're like, well, dollar pizza, goddamn! I'm just going to eat this. Cause I'm poor, you know? And it's, so there was ways to survive there mm-hmm. that there aren't ways to survive in other places. Right. So it's um, you know, it's kind of a rite of passage and, you know, you have to get tough when you live there, you know, what are you doing? Get out of my way. Are you lost? Oh, go that way. You know, and <laughs> you move on, you know, and just, you know, getting off the subway and everybody decides to come on. You know that first time you scream, "Let us off!" You know, and they're like, oh, 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 you know,
0: yeah,
1: you know, it just it, it makes you tough.
0: Yeah, I. So there are people I know that move to big cities and are like, "Fuck, I can't do it. Like mm-hmm. this is too much." Um, and I've never. I almost. I was between Chicago and New York when I left that Christmas carol tour.
1: Cause
0: mm-hmm. I came to you in October, I saw you and my friend Pep, mm-hmm. and it fucking snowed on Halloween. Right. And it was disgusting and I bought boots. Right. Cause you, uh, we went It rained, get- it was raining. It was raining and- Like it hard. Did- yeah, it was fucking bad. It was like hailing and shit. Um, and then I went on the tour and I was like, okay, I'm either gonna move from Pittsburgh to Chicago or New York. I'm gonna make a decision. Mm-hmm. I met George on the tour. Not why I moved to Chicago, but definitely a bonus. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up moving to Chicago. Um, I never, but also before that, I had just up and moved to the UK, right? Without ever having been there to a fairly big city. I don't. Is Liverpool like the second or third biggest city in the UK? Something like that in England. I, I don't know. know. Anyway, I think that there is. I think that I would have been okay in New York. Oh yeah. Um, but I also think that my annoyance with that vibe of, like, like, this is the big apple baby sort of bullshit thing that people have when they move there, I think that would have gotten on my nerves, mm-hmm. even if
1: I really did. I do. I always tell the story about you, though, because you wanted to meet somebody on the east side, and you were like, hey, can you meet me on the east side? I'm like, I'm I'm not going over to the east side. And you were like, ah you know, you're just being ridiculous. You know, it's not that big of a deal. You just get on a couple of buses and I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and then you did it. And then you had to cross town mm-hmm. in the wind and uh, the rain. You were like, this sucked. No wonder you didn't want to come to East Side. I was like, I tried to tell you, I tried to tell you.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, like now I don't, if people are like, mm, I'm in Lincoln Park. Do you want to meet me for lunch? I'm like, bitch. <laughs> That's like three miles. No.
1: <laughs> I like, because like, when I come visit and I'm like, oh, I'm downtown, you're like, oh, you'll do it. But mm-hmm. sometimes you're like, oh, you know.
0: Yeah, no, it's, I mean, I do live far enough outside of downtown that like, people are like, oh my God, that's so far north. Oh. And, but I'm like, also like, fuck you, I'm by the beach. Right. Fuck you, I'm by a bunch of cool shit. So, right.
1: I agree. You know, it is a $19, 20 cab ride to get to you from downtown.
0: It does suck, yes. But, but you know, most 19, of the time it's worth it. Yeah. It's like a $19, 20 cab ride to get fucking anywhere here. True. We, because we're, especially in the winter, but sometimes when we're feeling lazy and we have a lot of groceries, like we can walk to the grocery store, but it's like a 15-minute walk. So sometimes <laughs> we get in <into> Uber. <laughs> And it's like $8 for like Literally like maybe like a 10 block ride
1: Can't you get that shit Delivered?
0: Well we we Get it delivered now. Oh okay Yeah but I'm tired Of getting it delivered. Instacart burned me too many times
1: Oh Like what? I, Switch stuff out?
0: Motherfucker I bought Some deli ham mm-hmm. And they brought Me a whole fucking ham <laughs> <laughs> the same thing it's the same thing <laughs> oh my god and then they brought what did they bring um oh i ordered a fucking pot roast and they brought me like like a pot roast cut of steak like wow. it was like it was it was whatever what is like top round or whatever they fucking use for pot roast uh-huh just like a slice of it oh Wow. I was like, what do you, what you, do you people, have you ever shopped ever in your life before?
1: They're trying to tell you it's time to go on a diet, Adam. It is. <laughs> Although the ham gets in the opposite message. I, I want deli sliced ham. Here's a whole ham. Have at it. <laughs> Slash
0: <Slice> your own. <laughs> I am, this is a completely first world fucking upper middle class problem to have. And I'm personally, I know that. Instacart is not perfect in their treatment of the people who are shopping for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know here it's largely people who are employed by the stores mm-hmm. are the ones shopping for you or whatever. And then they give it to a delivery driver. Um, so I don't, I'm glad that there's a job market that is helping, especially during a pandemic. Right. Um, I don't think they 100% treat their workers correctly, but like I said, it's 100% a, first world problem have if they're not bringing me the right fucking cut of beef like what what the fuck you know what i mean right like, i can't i can't be like actually mad about it
1: right um <laughs> change the subject you know you had talked about that you had joined that subscription service on amazon to watch all your gay movies so you can mm-hmm. watch edge of 17 edge of 17's on netflix now Ugh, so I- you spend all that money instead of waiting a couple months.
0: (laughs) I know, I haven't even watched anything on that channel in ages. It's called, for those of you listening, it's called Strand Releasing, and they do a bunch of like artsy shit. And we've watched a few things on it. Um, uh, Yossi and Jagger, which is the Israeli like military gay love story, Mm -hmm. Um, really good. I'd never seen it, George had seen it. Um, And he was like, you should watch it. And it was was worth it. Um, We watched that, we watched Edge of 17. Oh, The Way He Looks? Is that what it's called? The one with the blind Brazilian? um, Something like that. um, We talked about it on the show. Go back into it, yeah. Um, Um,
1: But a lot of these movies are on Netflix now because I looked at the gay and lesbian thing and that Desert Hearts or Desert Bloom, whatever that lesbian movie is. Oh, Desert
0: Hearts, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's on now. So Mm. I'm like, oh, wow, they're taking all this stuff. I had never seen Edge of 17. For some reason, I did not rent the VHS copy of that. So I watched it the other night. And the thing that made me laugh the hardest was the gay bar it was called
0: International Fruit and Nut Company. <laughs> I had never seen that until recently.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it is scarily parallel to like what happened to me like growing up, working at an amusement park, right, getting deflowered by some college boy. Him ignoring you. Him ignoring me. Actually, him saying he was going to beat me up if I outed him. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no. It's uh, it's very similar. Wanting to go to college for music. All of that shit. Uh,
1: you know, Leah Le- Lea Delaria is so good in the movie. Oh, she But is. I just kept thinking she did an off-Broadway play called The Most Fabulous Story Ever Told. Mm -hmm. and uh, I had a friend in it, and so I was telling Cynthia, who I was doing the show with, Mm -hmm. I said, uh, oh, I saw Most Fabulous Story Ever Told. I think I saw you in it, because I I said I didn't see, Leah was out Mm -hmm. the day that I went to see it, and she goes, oh, she was always out for hangnails or something ridiculous like that. She's (laughs) like, I've never worked with someone who would call out for nothing every day. She was always out. Um, But that same show, Ellen Tudiek was in it, and oh. full frontal nudity because he was he played Adam. I think he was Adam or Steve. I think he was Adam. So yeah, full full frontal nudity on stage.
0: Alan Chudick gets naked because he's. I don't think it's full frontal, but he's the naked guy in
1: that. Uh, um,
0: Death at a funeral.
1: Yes. No, I don't think it's full frontal. This was definitely full frontal. Yeah. You saw you saw the ginger bush and everything.
0: I don't think he has a problem with getting naked. No. Yeah, he, uh, he was in my uh, yoga class one time out here. Ooh. Yeah, and
1: I was like, "Oh, that's how I, I, I want to go. I've seen you naked, but I didn't do that. That'd be <laughs> tacky." Um, Amy Sedaris was also in that show, but she was not. I think she had already gone by the time I saw it. Um, but they were dating
0: at the time. Oh, interesting. What yeah. a couple. I bet they would be either boring as shit to hang out with or or just like oh my god
1: they're too much <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah 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 i don't think there would be any in between there um what was i gonna say i have an action figure of him uh as wash firefly, from firefly. <laughs> yeah um ugh, so sad if you haven't watched firefly go watch it because it's actually pretty good
1: yeah it's very good yep. <sighs>
0: Sometimes I cannot handle, and we've talked about this before, how um, fucking, what's his name, Josh Whedon, Whedon. how he writes dialogue is so very specific. It's like that, what's her name that does Gilmore Girls? Uh,
1: Amy Sherman Palladino.
0: Yes, and Mrs. Maisel, right? Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Hers is like that super rapid fire sort of dialogue situation. Mm -hmm. Aaron Sorkin does the same thing. Right. Where it's like, you can tell Aaron Sorkin wrote it. Um, But Joss Whedon really loves to drop um, nouns. Like he just likes to like go right into like, kind of like a, like a sentence where you don't specify the noun. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of an example, but like Nathan Fillion does it all the time and it's kind of like a cowboyish way of talking, I guess, but he does it in Buffy too. I don't know. But something about Joss Whedon's writing sometimes bothers me. Mm Okay. That makes sense.
1: Does it? Does it? It does. It does.
0: does. Uh, Oh, I wanted to ask you. Yes. And this is, uh, this is, I was going to put this on Twitter and then I didn't have a login. And then I got too tired to figure out how to log in. And I was like, ugh. Um, The question that I wanted to ask is um, abrupt topic. Um, The, uh, what is the worst adjective that you would use to describe a penis that's been in your mouth?
1: Um, I would say mealy.
0: That is similar to what I would say, because I would say gritty. Yeah.
1: And I had to look up mealy, because, like, I know what it means. Mm-hmm. But, uh... <laughs> covered with granules resembling meal.
0: <laughs> uh, right, that's, like, gritty. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I... Uh, it's the worst, especially when you're like, this is a nice penis that I'm going to put in my mouth. This looks like a beautiful penis. And then you put it in your mouth and you're like, mm, mm, no. Uh,
1: well, you know, there's also when it just smells and you're just like, oh man, oh, it's like it, a Dutch oven in here.
0: Sometimes you get down there with the expectation, like, and you personally, sometimes I'm like, well, I can't, I can't back out now yes. down here, but <laughs> It smells like bad lunch meat.
1: <laughs> I've told you this story about the, uh, one of the only times I went to one of the New York bathhouses, the West Side Club. It's it's horrible. It's, you know, people that just muscle queens that are just standing there wanting to pose, uh, just right, mean people and drugs. It was awful. But this guy came in and, handsome guy and you know he wanted me to you know blow him and I pulled back his foreskin and it was just covered in like Uh. herpes sores and I was like no thanks Uh. and he was like you're gonna do that to me I was so close to going you have white looking pimple things all over where your foreskin is covering there is no fucking way I'm putting that anywhere in my body at all no 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 so I was like sorry and he just got all pissed off and left the room and I was like You know, he probably could have hit me (laughs) because he was so mad, but he didn't. Thank God. And he left and I shut the door, locked it and was like, I'm going to take a five minute break (laughs) and then give it one more chance. And then I'm leaving. if It's so bad. (laughs) But I was just like so disgusted.
0: No, there's I thankfully have never been in a situation where I've been like oh, there's something bumpy on that that I don't want to be a part of
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, that has freaked me out that much. But once or twice, I've been like, I have been going for something and being like, tell me a little bit more about this. <laughs> 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 um, because I'm occasionally... Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, occasionally it's like um, like shaving bumps, like razor bumps. Right. I've I've run into that, and when I was first exploring,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that happened, I would be like, "I what is this? Tell me more. I need to know." Yeah, and the then skin, eventually, I'm like, "Okay, that's a razor bump."
1: Skin tags on the butt freak me out sometimes. Like oh. when they're around, because I'm like, "Oh, what is that? Is that you know?"
0: Yeah, yeah. I can't. Oh. Is that a naina wart? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I can't handle. They happen to the best of us, but hemorrhoids.
1: Mm-hmm. Just poke that thing back up.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Been, the first time I saw that, I was like, I'm going to need you to explain this. Because <laughs> I never had them.
1: Right. No, it makes sense. It makes sense.
0: And I was like, what is going on? And they were like, oh, that's just X, Y, and Z. And I was like, okay. I'm going to trust you. I'm not going to put my mouth on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> this is the stuff that they should teach in sex ed.
1: Well, they keep, they keep cut fundings for sex ed. Of course they're not going to teach that. There was some, uh, one of my friends put something about, Oh, this horrible new thing about they're teaching in sex ed. And it was blaze TV with oh, what's that douche's name? Glenn Beck. And mm-hmm. uh, so I clicked cause I was like, well, let me see, but it was just a video. So I was like, I'm not going to watch this. I, if it was a story, I would have read it just to be like, "What? what is this dummy claiming now? But, you know, it was also a thing of like, oh, this is why I homeschool. Girl, um, Should <laughs> you really be homeschooling? Do you have any education to be homeschooling your children? Come on.
0: Oh my God. But anyway,
1: I, they 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 do. They don't, they cut funding. They don't teach stuff like this. Although they should.
0: They should. I never had... Like comprehensive sex education, I never had anything. It was very much in the vein of Mean Girls. <laughs> but, uh, like, if you do it's have, se- don't have sex. Yeah, you will get herpes and die. Like, it was not remotely anything useful. Mm-hmm. Um, not even close to encompassing anything gay. No butt sex. Nothing. Yeah.
1: Well, that. Yeah, that of course didn't happen. We had a really good school nurse that, that uh, actually her and my mom, because my mom at one point was the elementary counselor. So she had to talk to the girls in the fifth or sixth grade. I think I've told this story before where um, they, uh, the girls came back in after their talk in the sixth grade and they were like, Jerry, Shauna and Kim were like, Jerry, is, is, is what your mom told us true? And I was like, what did she tell you? She said that in, uh, when she asked you about, uh, you walked in on her putting on a tampon and she said what is this and she's turned and looked and said a scientific experiment and you walked out and I said I guess so I asked my mom she goes yeah you you did that she's like you you just walked in as I had my foot up on the toilet putting it in and you were like what is this doing she goes and I I told the girls you know always give an answer don't yell at them don't scream at them don't tell them to get out because that's gonna you know mess them Mm -hmm. up or make them stay she's like just give them an answer that's all they want so I turned and I said it's a scientific experiment she goes and he goes okay and then walked out but in the same vein too my aunt told me when I was telling her this story I might have said this before so sorry listeners if you heard this uh my mom was in the bathroom with my grandma and my aunt and my aunt's only 10 years older than me Mm -hmm. at this point she's probably 12 and my mom was on the toilet and she was gonna get a tampon she was like oh damn it I'm out of tampons and so she goes Jerry And my grandma was like, Yolanda. And mom mom was like, hush, hush. So she said, I toddled in there. And uh, she's like, go to my purse, get my tampon holder and bring it back to me. And I just acknowledged it and walked away. And my aunt said she was so embarrassed, just so embarrassed. And she's like a minute and a half later, I came back in, handed her the plastic (laughs) thing and walked right back out. So Clearly, I was, like, at some point digging around in her purse, and I said, what's this? And she said, a tampon holder. And I
0: put it back in. It was like, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> Didn't bother me a bit. No, and that's... I, growing up, single mom, two of my aunts lived with us. Mm-hmm. It's It never occurred to me that it was something weird or not to talk right. about or anything like that. I used to have to bring them to my mom. I remember her... Yeah. She didn't bring them to the office or something once or twice. Mm-hmm. I had to go up and bring them to her office. And <laughs> it was just, it's never been a big deal. And right. I never didn't know what it was.
1: Right. Um, but to, back to the point of the sex ed, this school uh, nurse was really tight with my mom. And so she had, I think we were, we might've been in eighth grade, maybe ninth grade. I can't remember what year. And she came and talked and it was the boys in the biology class and they sent all the girls to do something else. And so yeah. Uh, the na- the woman's name was Miss Coker. And so she was answering questions and like just going, no, that's ridiculous. And so this guy that I went to school with, and his dad was single, the mother had left, and he was not apparently a very good dad, but he told this boy that if he got the clap, he would have to put his dick on the doctor table and the dick would get a rub, uh, the doctor would get a rubber mallet and they'd have to hammer out the clap until it squirted <laughs> out. And <laughs> Mrs. Coker was like, no. That's not what will happen. That's not how you get rid of the clap. I'm sorry that your dad told you that, but that's probably just to scare you. No, that's not how this works.
0: Oh my God. And he was like, oh, okay. What a relief. I know,
1: right? So anyway, she was actually pretty good about stuff, but of course there was nothing about gay sex or anything like that. And we didn't have like pictures or anything to really describe things uh, like they would now probably. Mm -hmm.
0: We, I remember in fifth grade they separated us and they had the girls do the period talk and we watched a movie. Mm-hmm. They didn't talk to us about shit. And I remember the girls coming back and this girl Elaine um, had already had, because it was like a big deal. Every Poor Elaine. Everybody knew Elaine already got her period early mm-hmm. because everybody talked about it and I felt bad about it. And she was like relieved that they had the talk because she right. was like, bitches you see like it's normal uh, um but she came back and was like well what did they tell you guys and I was like we watched a movie and she was like what the fuck we watched the never ending story <laughs> we probably watched we used to watch uh, um killer clowns from out of space from outer space in school seriously yes <laughs> yeah people ain't giving a fuck
1: you you did go to a interesting school <laughs>
0: It wasn't that bad. It
1: was pretty I, good. That tease. But that's kind of funny that that's the movie you got to watch. My mom used to show Clash of the Titans in her class because they had a little chapter on Greek mythology and but she would always like fast forward during the parts where the bare breasts cuz you know they show Percy's Ooh. mom titties for a little while and then she yeah. breastfeeds. So she'd just fast forward in the class and be like, Oh, she goes, you can watch it at home if you want to watch that part and that's not <laughs> in the book anyway." So
0: um, they did that when we would watch, um, we watched the Olivia Hussey version of yes, Romeo, 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 Romeo. Romeo and and there's some, some nudity in that, and they would always fast forward I it.
1: can't remember if they fast forwarded it. I think we all just were like, "Ooh!" and she's like, knock it <laughs> off,
0: you know. They definitely fast forwarded it through that part. Um, yeah, I distinctly remember Killer Clowns, and we had, I had a, my AP history teacher, used to do shit like he would be like, all right, we're gonna watch Gettysburg and this is the section that's the reenactment of battle, blah, 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 or whatever. You'll Mm -hmm. see general, blah, blah, blah. And he would turn it on and it would be like the nutty professor (laughs) or something. Like he said, (laughs) just like that, Um, just for fun. He was cool. He also, I had a little bit of a crush on him. He had a beard. He was straight as fuck though I was gonna
1: say this wasn't one that you saw on Craigslist years later was it
0: oh my god no I mm, well I mean he did hit me up on gay.com um I never had him my aunt Nicole had him god. and um, yeah and uh he was a chemistry teacher and I didn't have him for I took chemistry but I didn't have him for chemistry I had somebody else um oh my god I had this lady whose husband I think left her and it was like an open secret, her chemistry teacher. And she was very dry all of the time. Like she Mm -hmm. was very like deadpan with everything that she said. Right. And the only time I ever saw her smile was, um, I was in a class with people who were older than me. That was a year ahead in case you didn't know that. Exactly. Um, But we had all heard about it, but we all loved her. She was a great teacher. but uh, this one kid was like, I'm gonna ask her to go to prom with me. Oh, and God. he did in front of the class, like just it, like he was joking, but genuine. Like it was kind mm-hmm. of like, "like we really care about you. And like, do you want to go to prom? And it was the only time I ever saw her like crack and smile. And it was very, very sweet. Um, but she was always like, I remember one time her saying um, like, remember don't cheat, because cheating is bad and I will catch you (laughs) and like it was just like super dead but she was just like such a good teacher and so nice and that's just how she said everything um but yeah I had her for chemistry not Mr. DeCiccio I'll blow up his spot because he didn't have a picture on dot com and he was like oh hey weren't you the lead in all the musicals at West Mifflin and I was like I'm sorry who is this and his screen name was like the periodic table oh god and then he eventually, like, showed me a picture, and I was like, "Ooh, Mr. DeCiccio, I'm, like, 19. No. <laughs> well,
1: he was just slinging it to anyone, wasn't he?
0: Ugh. Ugh. I don't, ugh. I don't, oh, also, do you remember E's fashion emergency with Emmy? Yes. Yes. He was on it, and he used to make people watch his episode during class. Oh, my God. hmm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: periodic you, like,
0: lost a bunch of weight
1: periodic table
0: <laughs> the periodic table weren't you the lead in the musical like shut the fuck up Mm-mm.
1: gross just slinging it to all the people that graduate
0: ugh i was like horrified no. now had it been my ap history teacher maybe
1: um you just you just uh, you know told everybody nicole hooked up with them uh <laughs> was that like after high school or was this some uh, you know after school special hookup
0: what
1: when they hooked up
0: oh no my and nicole didn't hook up with him she oh i thought you said, class. oh
1: I, when you said i had, she had him i was like what nicole
0: don't be dirty no oh
1: okay so she just had him for she class he
0: had him for like chemistry and that's like, why i
1: was like god damn he's just slinging it to anybody who would take it no no no, the no. girls boys you know right, as soon as as long as they're out of school
0: I think he did say something to her and girls in her class about like, oh, maybe if you wear short skirts, you'll get a better grade or some shit like that. But also he was probably just overcompensating because he was trying to get that teenage boy D.
1: Um, when, <laughs> when I was in uh, junior college, we had this photography. The photography teacher and the yearbook advisor was this gross guy, Steve Aiken. Oh, who's so gross. And he always, like, if he has a job still, I'd be shocked because he was always like, touching the girls and they'd be like, get your hands off me and shit like that. But he he was just, oh, he was so gross. And my friend Melody was like, oh, I've gotta go take the final. And I don't know any of this. She goes, I'm just gonna wear a bikini top to the uh, thing because we're going to the lake after. So she, <laughs> she took her final, her and my friend Tammy took finals in their bikini tops and they both got A's. And Melody's like, I don't know how I got an A in that class <laughs> or on that final. Cause I didn't know shit, but she wore a bikini top and Mel had real big boobs.
0: I mean, I'd get my titties out for a good grade.
1: (laughs) He was also one of those who was like, don't cheat because I'll know because I know every way to cheat. I tucked that cheat sheet between my legs and just copied every answer. And then, you know, he didn't catch me and I made an A in that class. You didn't. Because I didn't give a shit. I know. You know, at that point, I was like, if I don't care about the subject, I don't care what I get. But when he was like, I'll catch you, I was like, we'll see. We'll see, Steve (laughs) Akin.
0: Challenge accepted, Steve Aiken.
1: Challenge accepted, <laughs> um, but yeah, he was gross, and he I he had told us we had gone there for some yearbook. It wasn't a conference, but it was like a workshop that all the area high schools came to. to It, it was like Justin was the yearbook. Oh
0: yeah, 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 distributor.
1: Yeah. So their rep came to tell us about these new designs and, you know, we had this little thing and Steve Akin was like, if anybody wants to come to school here, you know, I'm fully prepared to offer a scholarship. So when I went to school there, I went and had an interview and he was like, well, why would I even want you on the yearbook? And I was like, well, this is what I'm good at. He goes, I don't need that. So I was like, okay, clearly you do not want me on your book. So I'm just going to get up and walk out. All he wanted was the the 18 and 19 year old girls on the thing. My friend, you I know my friend Joanna was a yearbook editor both years and she just fucking she couldn't stand him. And she just come back, she goes, God, he just makes me say he's just so gross.
0: I was a yearbook editor for our middle school yearbook in Mm -hmm. eighth grade. And in retrospect, they should not have let me because I was like, we want to take this in a modern direction. we for years had our school colors were blue and gold and we had like these like kind of like leather bound Mm -hmm. blue yearbooks with like gold lettering and stuff like that and this shit was like lavender tie-dye that I picked out and it was like like gloss like the cover was like all glossy instead of like the nice like traditional leather bound oh my god it's so fucking ugly you got to find Perfect. it. Oh, I have it somewhere. I got it somewhere. And it's like, like big graphic, like WM and like black, like offset capital letters on the front. It is ugly as shit. And it is the most 90s. <laughs> it would have been 1997. It was so bad. It was so bad.
1: Oh, I got to see it. You oh, got to find it somewhere.
0: Ugly. Yeah. Oh, also, <laughs> I, there's probably, I don't even remember what my eighth grade picture looked like, but I, guarantee you it is not cute.
1: Oh, I'm sure your ha- hair is done up to the
0: nines though. Oh, I definitely had like a side part with like a <laughs> situation. I also had like I had longish hair for what not like long long mm-hmm.
1: like battery boy long.
0: Yes, and like kind of like a bowl cut situation. Mm-hmm. And one of my grad school roommates was like, "Why do you have a picture of uh fucking um Claire Danes. <laughs> and I was like, that's me. Uh, but yeah.
1: Did you write in your journal after he said that?
0: Uh, probably. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and about Jordan Catalano.
0: <laughs> uh, my so-called life. I uh, There was... What a horrible, horrible fashion period. Like... 93 to like 90, no, 93 to like 2003. That uh, That whole, like my whole adolescence had shit fashion.
1: Flannel, those big giant jeans. What were those
0: called? But I definitely had some (laughs) Jankos where you could smuggle a whole other ass person in your leg. I had Jankos, I had boss jeans. I had fucking like army green boss jeans that had B O S S down the leg. Like who the fuck did I think I was?
1: Ugh. Ash and board is what you thought you were.
0: I shorted. I shorted. Starter jackets, starter pullovers. Oh my God. That That's mean. the most hilarious thing. Mm.
1: Your ball, your ball jersey.
0: Oh my God. That was part of my Kennywood school picnic outfit that I was talking about. <laughs> You got your North Carolina Tar Heels warm-up jersey and you matching basketball shorts.
1: Um, I had to laugh during when I was watching Edge of 17, because at the end of the summer party when they first, you know, are like Mm -hmm. fooling around, the the gay character in college has the two polos on with both collars popped up. He's got like a I think it's a red or no, it's like a pink and a yellow one on. Mm -hmm. But like both collars have popped up and I'm like, God, that just looks hot. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah I couldn't layer polos. there was a there was a time when I was in college that I had polos that had specifically different color undercolors, mm-hmm. so you could pop it and have that contrast
1: I had this jean jacket that I got eighth grade I think this Levi's jacket and when you you could flip up the uh, arm cuffs and flip up the collar and so it was like regular stone wash but when you flipped it up it was white with blue stripes like light oh, blue stripes yeah. and so I loved it but every girl would always want to wear it and so mom was like stop letting girls wear your coat and I was like why she goes they got makeup all over the collar where they put put it up and they put makeup on their neck
0: yeah so they'd ha-
1: I'd have a ring so I'd have to go shout it out oh I love that coat when I outgrew it I was so mad Oof,
0: that's a cute that sounds cute I would wear that coat now
1: yeah, uh, but yeah, I wore the shit out of that. We got it on sale at Anthony's. <laughs> that was at the de- local department store, and uh, my f- mom's roommate from college, Sharon, was in, and her son Chad was there, and we both got one. So Ooh. I don't. I, Chad probably didn't wear his as much as I wore mine, but I wore it all the time with collar flipped up, it. so you I could see it. the stripes.
0: I wore a fucking Canadian t- tuxedo like religiously from, like, age probably, like, five to seven, maybe. Canadian tuxedo, what's that? Oh, denim top, denim downstairs. Ah,
1: all, all denim.
0: I used to wear this jean jacket and a jean, like, a denim hat. Wow. And I had buttons all over it. Like, um. Oh, yeah, like you do now. like a,
1: Murder, she wrote. Like a, yeah, <laughs>
0: like, like a pin. Right, no, I get it. Um, I had uh, my Tiffany pins my Debbie Gibson pins I had pins on my hat I had Muppets pins I like all over all well, over. well that was
1: definitely 90s because the other day I was at my friend Dennis's at the, he has a pool out in Studio City and he had put on some channel on Amazon that ran 90s videos and Always Be My Baby was the first one and mm-hmm. she's in that tire swing over the lake or the pond or mm-hmm. wherever and she's got like Denim shorts and a denim top, and I'm like, "Yep, this is the '90s, all denim, top to bottom."
0: Yeah, this would have been very either early '90s or very late '80s that I was denimed out. I I think I had an American Gladiators pin too. Of course you did.
1: You know, on Pluto TV, which is an app you can get, they have a whole American Gladiators channel.
0: Fascinating. Well, my aunt really liked Nitro. No, Nitro. Yes, Nitro.
1: I, I watched it a couple of times, but it, it was on a weird time that I couldn't always watch it.
0: I went to see American Gladiators live when I was little <laughs> with Nicole. I was- I was too scared though. They were like, oh, like bring your kids down to like play with the stuff or whatever at like halftime or some shit like that. And they would like show you stuff. And I was like, no, I'm good. Thank you. No, I'm, 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 I'm okay. I don't wanna go down there.
1: It's so weird that you were so you know, shy about stuff like
0: that. It really was. I don't know. That's funny. I'll talk now to would, my therapist about it.
1: Now, would you have done Double Dare at that age?
0: No, I probably would have been too scared. I don't know. I would have needed an acting coach. (laughs) I need somebody to bring out my inner talent.
1: Well, I always wanted to do it, but I was a little too old when Double Dare came out, but I would have done that shit in a second.
0: Yeah, I think I probably like, not to bring it down. I was probably like, "Mm, I really can't do Double Dare with just my mom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or It more was like, you didn't want to get dirty.
0: True. I didn't like to take my shoes off at other people's houses.
1: Yes. Take off your shoes in our house. I'm telling my mother.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Anyway, well, that's all I got. What you got?
1: I think that's it. We could probably wrap it up.
0: All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening and we'll talk to you uh, pretty soon. Yeah. Thanks everyone. Bye. 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 Thank you for getting foul with foul monkeys and we hope you enjoyed the show. You can send feedback, dick pics, or marriage proposals to foulmonkeys at gmail.com. You can also leave us sexy messages or some really heavy breathing at 863 Ask us questions and interact with us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at foulmonkeys. You can also join us over at the Facebook page where things can get really, really dirty. Thank you for listening, and we will Fullerton talk to you soon. Is Bye. Open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there in-